Hello, everybody. We are so happy that you came to join us for Free Fall Friday. We know you are going to have a good time. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. How is everybody doing this wonderful jump off to the weekend? We know it as Friday. How is everybody doing? It's Friday. It's Friday. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Insane Rhetoric. Y'all know what today is. Yeah, one of the best days of the week. It's free. Free Fall Friday. Free? What are we talking about not, today? Not free for all. Free <laughs> Fall. F-A-L-L Friday. <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about today? Actually, uh, well, first up is this Harris County deputy that was arrested uh, for, we, for we, family we, violence charges. We're back in Texas. We're we going to talk about Even him. the heart of Texas. Hey. <laughs> It's a whole lot of calamity going down, and I don't know if this is H Town, but I'm sure it, we know it's yeah, Texas. it's Harris County. Oh, that's right, Harris County. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's my mostly old, Houston. Yeah, mostly Houston. I forgot about that. That's that's my old stopping ground because they even run Katy. That's the Katy the Katy division. Uh, so so yeah. yeah, so we had yeah, Whew. Officer Kentonia. Now, yeah, Jose Quintanilla. Oh, uh, well, we know who he is. Yeah, you know, that's the same last name as uh, Selena. The singer uh-huh. Selena. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any relation. I'm just saying it's the same. Um, So, Officer Quintanilla, he was brought up on family violence charges. Um, He worked for the Harris County Sheriff's Office. But he was brought up on charges. Aggravated assault. Mm. And impeding breathing. Mm. So do you think that he arrested himself? No, he didn't arrest himself. <laughs> do you think he gave his own self a beating with his nightstick? He didn't. The, so... They were called to the hospital. The The deputies of the Harris County Sheriff's Office were called to the hospital emergency room where um, a woman was being treated for uh, multiple injuries. Come to find out, it's their cohort, their co-worker's wife. Mm. She was attacked. She said when, she, when they got there, what she said was she was attacked and that he committed similar violent assaults against her in the recent past. Mm. Uh, so after they agreed to accept the criminal charges, they investigated him. And, I mean, they investigated him and then they uh, arrested him at home. Do you think that the police stumped and beat him because he beat somebody? No. No, I, I don't think they stomped and beat him. They just took him into custody. Oh, they say a... that they say that they they take allegations of domestic violence. 
especially seriously. That's kind of that's kind of that's kind of uh, fortunate that the the police would say that when they always are cracking heads. <laughs> well, they say they take it especially seriously, especially when one of their own is sworn to protect the community and he beating his wife. So, so they went out and got him. Yeah, so, so Officer Quintanilla uh, okay. is in the jail right now because uh, now, so, now I wonder how he feel being in the same jail. He probably he threw some folks in. Well, I tell you, they've done a couple of uh, um, studies they they're doing studies right now because there's you know there's no data about pandemic behavior so they and we're still in the pandemic even though people think we're not we're still in the pandemic and so they're doing studies that um will tell us things that you and i have already talked about but they're trying to get the numbers mm. like you and I have talked about it a lot on this program about being cooped up, pandemic, things being different than what we're accustomed to, having to be with these people that we love on a daily, daily basis, hour to hour, minute to minute basis, and not being able to go out, frustrations about losing our jobs, frustrations about not being able to pay our rent, Frustrations about our kids being sick, us being sick, our parents being sick, can't go see our parents, like all that stuff. And then it just kind of boils over and domestic violence, violence, period, is on the rise. Well, they're doing a study of that now. Gotcha. By the time they caught up, I mean, look, you said something about... about being in a place where you can't pay your rent and getting evicted. Well, some people were happy because they ain't getting evicted. <laughs> but that's another issue. <laughs> you know, we talk about just the eviction of uh, people who live in apartments or people who pay a rent. But you also have to think about eviction in terms of foreclosure mm-hmm. because Absolutely. what about these people who have lost their jobs and can't pay their taxes yep listen i was just having a discussion with somebody the other day about uh something that popped on the news feed and it was talking about the eviction rate this lady was a retired air force uh uh personnel and she basically had started to um to uh she she started her own like real estate business and she was renting out homes that she owned and because of the 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 mandate on not being able to evict people when they don't pay you rent then she is now homeless now she has somebody staying in her house but she can't evict them because of the situation and she is now has become homeless because of these these practices that they have put in in place for mandates for COVID. But my thing is, like you said, at the end of the year, 
how do the government expect to get their money if they ain't if people ain't paying? Yeah. So it's a catch twenty two. Yeah. I mean, I know. I ain't the brightest or the sharpest knife in the drawer. But if you ain't got money coming in, how you expect it to go out and pay the people that you owe, including the government? Now, how does that work? Well, so let me go back for a second. I hear your question. Georgia State University did a research study. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they found that the pandemic has resulted in six to eight-fold increase in rates of intimate partner aggression across the U.S. Mm -hmm. Physical aggression increased from two acts per year before the pandemic to 15 acts per year once the shelter-in-place restrictions began. Psychological aggression increased from 16 acts per year to 96 acts per wow. year. Now, they're not finished with the study because we're not really finished with the pandemic. Right. This is okay. just telling you after shelter in place what That's began. Crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, basically, what you're saying, people are uh, borderline insane. <laughs> if not if not full-fledged insane for being locked up for over eight, what is it, 18 months? A year? A little bit over 18 months? Yeah. So, so now they they had, 50, they had 510 participants during the height of the shelter-in-place restrictions. They asked them questions related to um, the period prior and to after the onset of, you know, shelter in place. So they answered questions about COVID-19 stressors, uh, perpetration of physical and psychological aggression towards their partner, heavy drinking, um, and half of the participants identified as the sexual or sexual or gender minority okay this this was the people that was being aggressed being the aggressive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so 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 i got a question about us since we have a show called insane rhetoric that we started do one of us have to be insane uh, probably both insane the stuff we be saying people our listeners probably like that's probably why they listen because we they they are insane that's the right show for them like, <laughs> man, I just want to know because, like, I don't, I don't feel like, to me, like, and I guess, like, <laughs> I guess, like, being Caucasian that I am. Well, they say so. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like. No, I'm just really kidding. I'm black, you know, but you know. <laughs> but if I don't feel like stress to me, you know what I'm saying? Because I guess when you're in an environment where you used to, you're used to having to figure out what you're going to do from your day to day, that when issues come, 
you you already are automatically a problem solver. So you don't it's 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 another problem on your plate that you have to deal with. So it to for me, for me, I don't I don't feel no different. I, 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 it, it doesn't make me want to go out and choke nobody. It don't make me want to go out and shoot and kill nobody. I don't want to cuss nobody out unless somebody tries to say something crazy to me. I, I'm cool. Does that make me insane? Well, think about what you just said. So in this study, what they found was it's normally like, the okay, for example, the heavy drinker okay. that is the norm. This is the person who's committing this type of violence, right? Oh, so that's the standard. Okay, gotcha. Right. Yeah, Since I'm... COVID and the stressors that went up and people being in close proximity, what they found was it was the non-drinkers mm-hmm. who had the biggest increase. Mm-hmm. Doing, doing this study, drinkers had an increase, mm-hmm. but it was the non-drinkers. Mm-hmm. Because normally they can walk away. They can figure other ways to remove themselves from the stress, right? Right. But because they can't during COVID, it's like, woo-woo, okay, I got to release this. And before they know it, they're hitting their spouse. So basically what you're saying, the nine drinkers are the ones who are, has become serial killers and kidnappers in 2021. I didn't say that. Okay, people, you know how y'all like to call me out and not call him out. Please remember, I didn't say that. But if you, but I will have something to say probably if you call me out. But I'm just saying, call out the right person first before we respond to you. Thank you for that. Okay. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to do that. <laughs> so. So I had a funny, I had a, I had a funny uh, situation on coming to work today. Uh, you know, I was um, coming through the hall of uh, of the facility that I work for, and one of the residents decided to call me the N word while I walked by. <laughs> oh. Uh. And if y'all don't know, and if y'all don't know what the N word is, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out here for you. It's just like the woman, the school teacher, say she don't want to go down to Niggerville. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So in Louisiana, in, in- yeah, he so he he said that to me, and I smoothly walked back and stopped and looked at him in his eyes, like, "What you say?" And you know what they do? Yeah. He open his mouth no more. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude. I listen. I ain't got no problem with uh kicking you out your wheelchair or nothing, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, people. <laughs> That's gonna be a sound bite. Okay. Well, so Mr. Kentonia, Officer Kentonia, we don't know if he lost his job yet, but if they put him back on the force. We need to call a representative for that uh for the uh the the city of Houston because uh that's un unsatisfactory. We can't we can't afford to have nobody beating their wife on the force and then you wanna go out and be some more people because she got the best of you at home one or two times. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't gonna work, partner. Yeah. 
somebody lied somebody lied to me and said violence begets violence i don't believe that but you know i mean it was probably the other person the other side of the fence that i don't really too much care for who said that so you know i mean she was she was she was running to get the kids put them in the car and stuff like he was choking her it was kind of bad Mm, yeah well mr cantania now you down now where the people you lock up and how does it feel how does it feel because now you down there in the locker booked by your own peers now see now that i understand you know what i'm saying like he was the police and the police came and locked him up you know because that's what they do Right, and he got convicted by his own peers. Now, when you go in the courtroom, ain't none of them people on the jury I'd ever I known in my life ever. How is they my peers? I need you to have somebody in here that know me. <laughs> well, oh man, I I just I feel kind of sorry for him. I know you're like, why do you feel sorry for this man? Right, that's what you I, think. Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like I really could care less. Okay. He didn't yeah. care. He didn't care. Yeah, he didn't. So he, I mean he might have been drunk. I mean, according to the study. Well, I hope they get I hope they lock him up and send him to a good old penitentiary where he can meet Bubba or somebody. You know, I always call him Tank. Tank, Bubba, Brick. <laughs> house because he big as a house whatever <laughs> hey y'all if yeah hey for you prisoners that listen to our podcast y'all write in and tell us if y'all name is tank i want to know listen and we know you we know y'all out there listening because uh our brother from uh Ohio informed us that while he was in jail, he had access to a smartphone. Yeah, we know now y'all have contraband smartphones. So y'all, if y'all, if I mean, y'all may be making drug deals on y'all phones. I don't know what y'all do with y'all phones or calling y'all loved ones. I really don't know what y'all do with y'all phones, but why don't y'all listen to Insane Rhetoric? Listen, follow us. We like we like the prison population too, because a lot of them are comedians, and a lot of them see good some good stuff that go down. Y'all, y'all do be giving and us some good cool stuff to talk about real. it. Y'all be giving us some good stuff to talk about. So heck yeah, I think y'all I think y'all should write in. Yeah, don't call. Sure. Don't yeah. call. Just write. Y'all yeah. got an email. Y'all got email on y'all phone. I know this because y'all got Facebook. So they y'all go to our Facebook gotta have, page. They gotta, they gotta have email on their on their on their phone because like when they time when they get out when they the first thing they gotta do is when you go to uh what is it the parole officer they oh, want you to uh just start looking for a job so I mean you need an email to get in contact with jobs these days. Well, the man in Akron let us know that y'all have Facebook accounts, so yeah. y'all can um. Y'all can hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. And let us know, you know, what's the dealio. Anyway, so speaking speaking of the eviction moratorium, the United States Supreme Court 
has now blocked Biden's, uh, the Biden administration's latest ban on evictions. So they had the ban on evictions recently. They extended it. And the Supreme Court has now blocked it. Because they had, you know, they had extended it because people still not working. Right. Behind the pandemic. But this is the thing. If you, I mean, even you're in the pandemic now, you still, like, I agree with you. You're still in the pandemic now. So are you going to just extend it, extend it, extend it, and everything, everybody goes broke? Because what people don't understand who, uh, who, who is not in this field, but... 90 i think it's 75 to 85 percent of the united states floats on the back of mortgages and student loans so if you're not paying people how do you expect for the country not to go into uh 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 uh, not even a recession but a depression because we, we remember 1929, if, we, if anybody who's a history book, they understand the, the Great Depression of 1929. That was not a recession. That was a depression. <laughs> so, I mean, you th- what, what are you going to do? You just going to keep extending it and, and letting people live for free? Because if that's the case, I'm going to go rent me a house. <laughs> well... With the intent not to pay, if that's the case, because that's what everybody else is doing. Okay, so, you know, the CDC still falls under the whatever administration they in, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the CDC is the one who came out and, and said, we're going to extend it. But the United States Supreme Court is saying that's for Congress to decide. The CDC can't decide that. Right. That's okay. I watered it down a lot, y'all, because you got you got to know the simple entities. terms here. You got to know the entities and how they work. We talked about this on. We've talked about this a lot before. How there are different branches and different yes. parts of government and yes. how they work together. So. Okay. That's why social studies is so uh, needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talking to y'all. T- so when he's he talking about Texas, y'all. Okay. We can't talk about the word. We can't say the word racism in social studies classes anymore in Texas. Well, well you don't have a social studies class in Texas. <laughs> say what you want to say <laughs> so there is a an approved by congress 50 billion dollars to help people pay back rent and avoid eviction it's been working well in some states but it still hasn't reached the vast majority of renters and so there are 15 states that still haven't managed to get even 5% of those federal dollars to, you know, the people who are being evicted. Evict- you, you know why? 
You know why, right? Because they're hung up in banks when the banks don't want to release the funds. Just like when you had the what it was the the bailout for the uh the jobs the 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 jobs when we were going through the pandemic when it first began real heavily they were they were giving out funds for small businesses but the small businesses that needed them never received the money i remember uh one article was wrote up uh last year they sent the la lakers over 70 million dollars why the hell do the L.A. Lakers need $70 million? They worth more than that by themselves. <laughs> so you you think about, like, all of the, the, the bumps in the road and bumps and bruises of trying to get money funneled down to people, and then you got those people that's up at the top and say, nah, we're going to hold this back. We'll give it to this this particular group, but we won't give it to that particular group. Come on now, you, you already know that's 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 money that's gonna be held up. By the time it get down to anywhere where anybody needs it as a pawn on the chessboard, it ain't gonna be nothing left really to have. It'll be non-existent. So Biden has like checked and double checked and rechecked the rules. And his hands are tied. Like he can't anymore say no. He, I guess he's given his however many times he's done his Hail Mary play enough times to where he, he's run out. The CDC tried to step in because they come under his administration. But they're like, no, Congress, y'all got to handle this. And of course, Congress... They shut it down back in July. Right. Right. So now the Supreme Court has come in and they're like, no, can't do this. So, I mean, I don't know why everybody get mad. This is what was wanting, they was wanting to happen when Trump was able to get these three people in, especially them last two. When he was able to get them in, this was kind of what they was wanting to happen. Mm-hmm. And this is the court they put together. They weren't able to stop it. So I, I don't know why we're surprised that they're making these kind of decisions. Listen, if I have uh, uh, <laughs> if I have apartments or property that I'm renting to people. I really ain't giving a hell what the government says. If you ain't paying me my money, you gotta go. Shoot. Because like I said, it's been a year. And you think about all the, because like I said, look at this. And we don't know, we don't know if this is, if it's going to happen like this, but you're talking about personal property taxes on different homes and different apartment facilities, plus the interest compounded. Is the government going to waive that at the end of the year? No. So you're going to have a lot more people homeless 
than you would if you start just evicting them right now. Well, so it's not just about okay. So they have to the the people who own who rent need their money. That's not to say that they're gonna get it if they evict people. Because if nobody if if people can't pay the money to move or to pay their rent, I don't see how they're going to pay the money to move to a different place. So now you've got to funnel money into homeless, into the homeless system of shelters or whatever, because all these people, it's a lot of people. I mean, it's people who were making hundreds of thousands of dollars per year who can no longer pay their rent, their car note. Right, I, I get it. I right, get it. so it, it's but, such a double-edged but, sword. Like you, you can evict them, sure. People need their money, sure, but that doesn't mean people are gonna move in to replace them. That's number one. Number two, if you don't go head on, the money has been funneled out. If you don't go head on and relax, whatever it is you're doing to make it to make it take so long that these people are not getting this money. Like, I don't even see why, like, I, I don't know why, I don't know how it works, but why wouldn't you have paid, you know, two or three months at a time? Cause you know, people need, they need, like you pay three months and then you make them come back and recertify. Are you talking about the landlords? No, no, no. I'm talking about the government entities that are doling okay. out this fifty billion dollars. Okay, okay. That I they're doling you. out very slowly. Yeah. And so the landlords are still not getting the money, but there's money out there to be given away. I, I told you what's going, what's happening with that money. The, the the people who are are actually distributing the money is not going to distribute it all. And then. There should be there should have been another fifty billion or whatever the number is that should have been funneled better through the um you know to the small businesses you know when they was given that loan and what have you uh-huh. they had the restrictions on that that's how I went back to work when I was working mm-hmm. the place I worked was was deemed a small business. Mm-hmm. they applied for that loan mm-hmm. and I was actually enjoying my unemployment as and well as, as well I, as others that are doing the same thing now well no they they stopped the, they stopped all those checks on unemployment they're not getting as much as on well, unemployment as I they know were. they're not getting as much but still if you you still got people on unemployment that ain't trying to get up and go do nothing just like you have people that are willing to get up and go try to find something. But that's why the workforce is so prominent right now, because all the major jobs are empty. If you want a job, you can, you can definitely get one. They hiring any and everybody, and they don't care if you're certified or not or got a degree or not. <laughs> well, I, I have a story about that that I would beg to differ from you. I know somebody personally who looked for a job every day and never found one. So. I mean that apply for all kinds of stuff that they would not have applied for. 
because they had the same idea that a job was a job. It didn't matter. And, well, I'm telling you, like, I, I didn't bump into people, and, and here where I am now, I didn't bump into where they put on the news the other day that they were taking in candidates for engineering, and they don't have nobody. They say you don't even have to have a degree. Come and apply, and we'll show you what to do. And that's and that's a multiple of different jobs. I mean, things that you have to have so much certification for, so many degrees for, is not like that right okay, now. Well, maybe and I need to move to St. Louis because they're not doing that here. Shoot, because they, I mean, it is booming. It is. It's I think cool. the problem here is that even before the pandemic, there were a lot of jobs. But there were a lot of people applying for all of these jobs. Right. Because you got to think, how big is Houston? Houston yeah. is the second largest, the third largest city in the country behind New York and L.A. It is the third largest city in the country. Well. <sighs> I, I think that they need to come up with some type of plan to funnel more money into the businesses to encourage them to hire people or Listen, and can, pay because can, even people got pay cuts. Yeah, I can tell you right now, the place where I, I, I am employed right now, they told me that they will not be hiring anybody. But yet and still, you're bringing residents in and you don't have adequate staff. That's not going to work. And then the fact of, of the matter is you don't pay them what you should pay them. When I came here, when I came here, the aides were making $9 an hour. The aides. Well, federal minimum wage. I was like, not even ten dollars, not even ten. That ain't a lot of money either, but not even ten. You know, and so now you got people leaving out and going to other places because you can go to White Castles and make fifteen dollars an hour and have benefits because White Castles is one of the predominant jobs in St. Louis and Missouri and abroad who has excellent benefits. And now that the minimum wage has started to rise, they're paying $15 an hour. Dairy Queen, you can make $13 an hour with good benefits. So so for you to come into a job where you got to put up with a whole bunch of other garbage with people and make $9 an hour, Just think about it, though. One of the biggest costs to run a business is how much you pay your staff. Because it's not only just payroll, you got insurance, you got, you know, the cost of insuring them to work for you, the cost of insuring them for their medical benefits and all of the different benefits that you have for them. Um, by the time you add all that up, that's your 
one of your biggest costs. And if you're trying to save money, just think about it. If you're trying to save money, we do this in our households too. We got a yard man, we got a this man, we got a that man that comes and do whatever work outside, whatever, right? We we kind of we get we in the pandemic or we lost our job or whatever. We start looking at how to how to cut cost.
And if you're trying to save money, just think about it. If you're trying to save money, we do this in our households too. We got a yard man, we got a this man, we got a that man that comes and do whatever work outside, whatever, right? We we kind of we get we in the pandemic or we lost our job or whatever, we start looking at how to how to cut cost. The yard man goes, cause why? We can cut the yard ourselves right you you start cutting people out of their jobs because that's that's the part of the cost that you can you can kind of eliminate or, or cut back on you can have a skeleton crew you can give them more responsibility for the same pay and then those other things to run that restaurant or to run that business you know you can't really cut that you can't cut the cisco truck coming with the food, like you need the food, cause so you can continue. Yeah, that's 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 a need, right? A need. You know, I mean, you need the you need the the person that comes and cleans the grease trap. Right. I mean, right. I get it. I get it. But in, in the same interval of things, you 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 gotta look at how you pay. The reason the reason a lot of people don't want to come to jobs then is because they weren't making no money in the job. Cost of living is constantly going up, but the money of paying a person stays consistent. So what you do is you creating a, a threshold for people to become homeless because you're not meeting the expectation of what they need to sustain and that's and that's that's all i'm saying is like if we understand that you gotta have the ability to to meet in the middle that's it so i mean i don't know uh i think uh somebody need to do something they need to get it together uh all the financial analysts that's out there y'all need to make something happen because uh this ain't working Cause I tell you what, if I got, if I had any rental property, <laughs> listen, if I this and this is how I see this, if I have rental property right now, and I can't, I, I, you tell you got this moratorium in place, so I can't evict somebody. It's, it's a problem because when they ain't paying, they already gonna tear your house up. When they are paying, you gonna get bumps and bruises in the road. But then when they're not paying. What 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 reason does they do they have not to destroy your house altogether? You ain't they you ain't you ain't you can't make a dime off of them. I'd rather for a house to be sitting empty and figure out how I'm gonna pay the taxes on it than have somebody that's in my house living rent free. Where can you where you do that at? I mean, you think about it. They didn't roll back no uh. They didn't roll back no 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 brakes on gas and electric. <laughs> I mean, for real. Yeah. Uh, shoot, you didn't see Spire come on TV and say, "Hey, uh, we we gonna roll back everybody's bill for the for the pandemic." You didn't, you didn't see that? You didn't well, see? We gonna cut the cost, or we gonna we gonna eat some of the costs for the people who are, uh can't go out and work? No, they expected their money. 
So whatever. All right, what else we got? What else we got? Well, I don't know what's what else is going on, but so you know I always watch the Breakfast Club. Right. Well, I don't watch it like okay, so I I I, I think that most of the time I'm watching old interviews because I don't like just watch it because I be paying attention to insane rhetoric and what insane rhetoric got going on. But when I'm out there looking for news or whatever, sometimes I get distracted by Breakfast Club videos. And I mm. and I, I follow it and I watch it, but I don't always go and like as soon as it drops, go see the new episode. So I don't know if this was a new episode or old episode, but I was drawn to it because it was Tyrese Gibson and um, Ludacris. Mm-hmm. And so it was funny because Tyrese made this statement that he only have relationships with black women. What's and you know, that? Charlemagne <laughs> Okay, so Charlemagne Y'all, I'm talking about Charlemagne the God on the Breakfast Club. He he immediately blurted out the question, so you don't stick your into white women. He said the word, y'all. Okay, so he said you don't stick your dick into white women. That's what he said. It was a quote. I didn't say it. It was a quote. Okay. He said so you don't stick your dick. In. Charlemagne said so you don't stick your dick into white women. And Tyrese, first he didn't answer the question. And then he finally said, when he's in a long-term relationship with a woman that he calls himself loving or, you know, like it's his gal, his woman, his girlfriend, his wife, like that. That would be only a black woman. He does not co-sign on relationships for himself for himself he didn't talk about others he said for himself he prefers black women so what's wrong with that nothing wrong with that so then he further went on to say and you all the while ludicrous is co-signing with him like he's shaking his head yes he's agreeing yes he's saying yes okay then Tyree says, ladies, let me just tell y'all something. We notice more than you think we notice. Okay, now I'm really glued because I notice because a lot of my best friends are men. Like I get along. I'm this woman that gets along better with men because there's no pretense. So you're like, a man or woman. Is that what it's called? That's what I'm calling it. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you a person that's like, that's just like, you you real with guys and guys can be real with you. They don't have to put on because you're a girly girl. Right. Well, and they real, my so my guy friends realize that I am a girly girl. Right. I get it. But I have tomboy tendencies sometimes. So you can understand. Yeah. <laughs> like it is what it is. They say what they say. And if I feel like it's inappropriate, I correct them. Like, I'm like, yeah, don't say that. Y'all have heard me say it here in the show. 
but that doesn't keep us from being friends, right? Yeah. Right. If the same kind of relationship with a woman for me, for me, is, you know, women, for me, they get in their feelings, they get mad, they don't want to talk to me for like, you know, a year, like, whatever. And so I was drawn to this conversation because Tyrese and Ludacris were like, yeah, y'all, y'all really don't realize we see a lot more than you think, which I already knew. And so they started talking about, Tyrese started talking about, he was like, okay, so you see this woman and she got ass for days. His words, not mine, his words. She got ass for days. She got an ass that's coming from her body, booming all the way to that wall and coming back, fat ass. Like he talking about her behind. Right. He was like, and then she got these skinny legs going up to that fat ass. No way, ladies. No way. <laughs> it don't work like that. It don't work like that. We 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 know. And then, like I said, man, it, it's like it's like for real. You think about like we we notice so much, but we don't say nothing about it because if that's the way you want to be and that's the way you want to come off, who are we to say anything about it? Well, he did say that. He both of them said we like women in their natural state. Like you don't have to wear makeup, ladies. You don't have to, you know, go and buy all this hair that's not yours. You don't have to. They was like, we like women the way you are. Yeah. But they were yeah. like, but we don't have anything to say about how you want to augment your beauty because you're beautiful the way you are. Way you are. Yeah, but see, this is this is what I got a problem with, Liz, and I'm going to tell you. I mean, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> I got a problem with somebody walking down the street with camel eyelashes. Well, they mentioned that. Listen, that 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 is, it ain't nothing attractive to me about that. I mean, I know that's fake. This, 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 like, <laughs> then you turn around and you cut your eyebrows off and you want to draw some damn McDonald Arches eyebrow on your goddamn forehead. You know, I, listen, if that's... Well, some, want, some women get them tattooed on. I know it, listen, but if that's what you want to do and you want to look like you amazed all the time while you're walking around, that's fine with me. I don't, really don't give a hell. But that, my thing is, I don't want nobody to look like that. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't got no natural bill to yourself and you putting in the work, listen, I'm going to tell you like this. You better learn how to be love who you are because all that physical stuff is going to go away. And <laughs> you, 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 you going to be looking a hot mess. You're going to be looking, you got 500 tattoos and you a granny and your shit and skin sagging all over the place. And Jesus is hanging on the cross like this. And now all of a sudden he starts sagging in me. Listen, listen, I'm trying to tell you. We like women for who they are. Now, if you want to enhance yourself, cool. But the problem that I see with people, with women and doing these enhancements, you you mad when it don't work out the way you want it to work out. Now you've been getting these butt injections for the last three months and paying $2,000 or whatever you're paying to get them done. And then you come to the club and one side saggy and the other was firm. <laughs> Listen. 
Listen, man, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I this is this is not cool. You got one inflated titty and the other titty ain't inflated. We have look look, look at this. One look like a saggy prong and the other one's nice and perky. You gonna get a one sided bra? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just trying to say, be who you are. But this is what I'm really saying to 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 people: exercise and putting in the work lasts much longer. And it's more beneficial than surgery. Because I'm going to tell you, now I have, I hate the name drop right here, but uh, I, I used to watch her show back in the day. Joan Rivers is a prime example. Well, she was a prime example. Because Joan Rivers had more surgery than anybody. And it never helped her. Stop. Listen, okay. Come on with come on. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I have been in my lifetime, in my young adult lifetime, in my older life, I have been every size. I've been the skinniest girl in the room. Now I've not been the biggest girl in the room, but I've I'd have been a skinny girl, I'd have been a big girl, okay? And I'd have been somewhere in between what they call thickum or whatever. I'd have been I'd have been all the sizes. Okay. And not once did any size I was impede me from having a man be attracted to me. So there are men who are very clear that they only want the skinniest girl in the room. Yeah, they're the ones that's crazy. They want to see rib cages when they're going in. <laughs> Man, look. And there are, men, there are men who are very clear that they only like a big girl. Right. They can't take okay. them no smaller than 350. Okay. So the thing about me is that I just simply have a relationship with men that generally starts and genuinely starts as a friendship. See where I'm going with this? It don't have to be sexual. It don't have to be, you know, like, okay, so what Tyrese talked about was, he was like, you know, what we really need to do is get these guys that go in the clubs and drop $50,000 on a girl who looks like this and makes all the rest of the girls in the club think, well, if I look like her, then this dude will be dropping 50000 on me. He was now, like, that's what we got to do. We got to stop that dude. And they would be right because that, that dude is the idiot because nine times out of ten, you doing that just to show status and say what you got and all this, but that that chick really ain't gonna have no interest in you in the first place. Other than that fifty thousand dollars. Other than that, when Washington is dead, you dead. It's as simple yeah. as that. It's as simple as that. I, I mean, but my thing is, I look at it like this. Now y'all can y'all can say what you want to say and, and and write and comment. I really don't give a hell. To me, the women who do that, you got a self-confidence problem. And yeah. the reason I say that 
is because if you feel that you need to augment yourself for to that degree to that de- to that degree to go and be something in life then you crazy then you are you are just flat out crazy and you're fucking retarded <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, you didn't you. You put you didn't put this much investment in a body that ain't gonna hold up like that forever. I'm gonna tell you, sometimes I will be out and about looking so busted, like no makeup. I don't have a bag on my head. I might have a hat on my head. You know, insane rhetoric is out taking pictures of people with bags on their heads. <laughs> So I don't have a bag on my head, but I will put a cap on my head when I'm having a bad hair day, right? And which is all the time because I'm going to be honest. I don't like to call them hair. So never did. But I will go. I will not have makeup the first on. Chap lips, like busted toes, uh, you know, busted fingernails. I would be having on my house dress. That's what my mama and them used to call it. Mama and them. Y'all heard that? Mama and them. The house dress. That's the dress your mama put on around the house. She may, she may not have her undergarments on up under there. She just put it on so she can get come in and get started cooking. That dress. Yeah, that, that dress that big mama used to wear with all them <laughs> wonderful colors. And then they'd be flopping around in them house shoes, dragging their feet across the floor. <laughs> so I'm going to put some shoes on. And I may go and put undergarments on under the house dress to go outside. I probably will do that because I'm of an older age where things are going down. You, 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 you came out that generation with the slip, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about the slip. Your slip can't be shown. <laughs> so. Listen, I will go out and I tell you that I appreciate the man who I know I know I'm looking busted. I'm not trying to be cute. Like I'm trying to go to the grocery store and get whatever it is so I can come back and finish cooking or whatever I'm doing. You know, I tell y'all I got a couple of businesses. One of them is where I have to go buy stuff and make stuff. But anyway, so listen. I'll be just trying to go to the vitamin shop, man, real quick, real quick. And if I'm in there and some dude gets to talking to me, maybe we talking about the selection of aloe vera gel. But then, you know, they're like, you know, you you really are beautiful. May I get to know you or something they say, you know, whatever, if it makes sense. Getting to make to me know listen. you, getting to know all about, about you. Get, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Julie Andrews. Okay, anyway, listen, I appreciate that man because that man know I'm busted. Right, right. But it was something about my, you know, dark circles up under my eyes. My skin had acne today. I didn't have my bundles. Listen, listen, (laughs) listen, listen. You know why men talk to women who looks like that? Why? Because they think they, we're easy. No, because they feel that they can help them. Oh. They, they can help their situation. The reason why a whole bunch of guys don't go talk to 
starstruck women that look like they got it all together because what can you bring to the table to do for them to upgrade them oh well i don't need captain saber ho no but that's not what i'm saying i'm saying when it comes to a guy most guys is trying to say put put women together and be like look oh this my woman you know what i'm saying i put her together i help her do what she need to do and get on but if you got a woman that's all uh beating you around the curve doing that not to say he won't talk to her but to say he's more reluctant to do it because she seems like she has it all together men oh. are logical <laughs> well so that explains the looks i get when we get ready to go out on a date and i'm looking cute it's like, damn. Like, I'm a whole totally different woman. Different person. Exactly. I'm trying to figure that. I have been trying to figure that one out all my life. Like, we get ready to go out on a date, and you, I come out, and you looking at me like, you ain't never seen me before. And, like, right. we was just having sex last night. Because- I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, listen, when you had them type of situations and you walk into places from the nightclub and then you wake up with your face on your pillow when you walking around my house and your wig is on the on the <laughs> on the bed post, we don't know who you are because we came in with somebody different last night. <laughs> you know what? Okay, so we listen, so I've been a whole bunch of different sizes. And I've had a whole bunch of different haircuts, right? So somewhere back in the 90s, I decided, so I got into this argument with a man. And, you know, I had all these curls on my head. And he said something about me putting them in a ponytail. (laughs) And... So we got to this argument because he was mad because I put my hair in a ponytail. Now, if you've listened to Fei Fei's playlist, the Mariah Carey song is out right now. So you know that in the 90s, I definitely had small kids. Okay. Listen, you can't clean the house and take care of kids with all these sister curls and stuff, Shirley Temple curls and stuff rolling around on your head. You got to put your hair in a ponytail for a second. Okay. Everybody knows. I don't know what was wrong with that man. Everybody knows when woman start cleaning the house, if her hair is done, she ain't gonna do too much work because she gonna sweat that shit out. So I'm gonna need, you know, that's when the bags come on the head. That's when the ponytails come up because you be trying to preserve that hair, right? Everybody knows when a woman is feeling a dude and they getting it in. Everybody knows that woman gonna try to protect her hair at all costs. If you touch her head, you're liable to have a problem. I and put my hair in a ponytail so I could clean up because there's no way that I could not clean up with small kids. Okay? He was mad because I was putting these, you know, these curls into a ponytail and I didn't need to wear a ponytail. Like, how am I gonna clean up with my hair all over? Like, that just don't... Okay, so we got to an argument. And... Did he have her? He had. He was wearing a Ivy League. He was wearing a who? Oh, they don't call it that no more? I don't even know just what that is. Just a low-cut, low-cut haircut. An Ivy League from college? That's, <laughs> that what you, that's what you say? So barbers know what I'm talking about when I say that, but it's just a low-cut. A fade? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tapered. Tapered. Okay. I got okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, 
we got to an argument. We broke up behind that because, like, I don't need to. I don't need that kind of man, right? So, yeah, because he was gonna turn into the police that we just talked about, start beating people. So basically, so basically, I decided that at that point I cut all my hair off. I started wearing an Ivy League. Me and my son started going to the barber together. I got a taper. He got one too. I went to wearing the big. Well, I always did wear them, but now you could. They would. They would accentuate my face because I had those big hoop curls. I mean, hoop loop earrings. Oh, you had door knockers on. With the, with the low cut. Did you have the one and I'm telling you, my waves, my waves was better than some dudes. People would be like, men would walk up to me, they would be like, how you get all that water on your head? Listen, I just brush my hair. That's, I, all, that's all it comes down to, brushing. <laughs> <laughs> I, See, listen, listen, talking about a brush, listen, a brother can walk in a place with a wave cap on his head and ain't nobody gonna say nothing. A yeah, woman can't do that. A woman can't do that. <laughs> we can go. I would wear, I would wear it because it's it was it's the same as wearing a bonnet or whatever at night. So I wore it at night, but in the morning I'd brush it real good. At night I'd brush it real good. In the morning uh-huh. I brush it real good, and I go out and I had all these waves. Oh, they were so beautiful. And it's interesting to me that of all the styles I've had in my hair, like you had the man who really liked man, I had these men that was digging me because my hair looked like that. Mm-hmm. And then at some point when we went to the new, you know, Y2K, I started doing dreads and it, and then it's, I wore them for like 10, 15 years and I had dreads all the way down past my badonkadonk, right? And it was interesting to me, the men who like was just digging that. Yeah. Like then, you know, I might have a pixie cut or I might have a a natural style that like, cause at some point I stopped wearing perms on my head altogether, and you know, for the health of it all, right? So, so the whole, so the whole demographic is like men like what they like. They like what they like, and they like all types of women. All like all types of things. Yeah. They like you big with. No hair. They like you little and or thick with no hair. They you like you big with. and thick this. with hair or no hair. They like natural hair. They like bundled hair. They like permed hair. Listen, they- listen I tell you what I don't like. I'm gonna tell you one thing. I don't like no woman with no edges. That scares me. No edges. Yeah, she don't have no. You know how your hair is coming down on the side of your face, but it don't grow <laughs> the hair. <laughs> I don't like that. It looked like you was in a fire or something. I'm gonna tell you, and big girls, I'm gonna tell you something. If you are a big girl and you tone, you know, like as tone as possible, because you ain't gonna be that tone and be a big girl. But if you're a big girl, no, I'm talking about like, no, no, no. Listen to me. I'm not talking about tone like. Um, what's her name? The boxer, um, Layla, Layla, Layla Ali. Ali. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the girl that don't exercise. You know that girl. But a girl, a, a girl can be 
She can uh, be toned. A girl can be, listen, you have what is called a natural build. Some people's natural build, it looks, it looks toned even if they don't work out. True, but I'm saying yeah. you still need to like go for a walk every now and then. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, well, you still, talking about, I, I, talking I don't want girl, I don't want big girls to think they shouldn't exercise if they tone. They should. So you, you're talking about a sloppy chick. You're talking I'm about talking girl. about the girl where the fat is like jiggling and yeah, rolling from a, that, side that, to side. That's, that's a sloppy, that girl. That's a sloppy big girl. That's a sloppy. That big girl. girl still. There are men who love that. Yeah, yeah. Some of them, yeah. But I'm telling you, big girls that are toned, you can get prime example. Any prime, man prime, there prime, is out there. Prime example, Monique. Before she started cutting cutting weight, Monique as a big girl was nice and toned. Yeah, and she looks really, really good now too. I ain't, I ain't saying it lately. She Jill lost, Scott. she lost Jill weight. Scott. Jill Scott before Jill she Scott. lost weight and after she lost weight. Yeah, I mean she has Queen a, Latifah before yeah. she lost weight after she lost weight. Yeah, so I mean you. Can it be doesn't a, matter your size. What matters is your heart, what you got inside your head, how you treat people. Like, I'm telling you, I know this going to sound conceited, but there have been times when I tried to get rid of men and they wouldn't go. Okay? They, they wouldn't go. And all of them have said to me why they won't go. Like, because it's not your it's it's not your 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 physique. It's your attitude and your demeanor and right. the way that you think. Right. That's that's why I'm saying to that's why I'm saying to people out there like who think that you have to look a certain way to get where you are now, because they're they're not gonna see you past what you're trying to present i i used me and my cousin used to always be in certain <laughs> certain places <laughs> and in the places like we be just be hanging out and just kicking it but ain't nobody gonna take you seriously they are not going to take you seriously if you don't take yourself serious about what you're trying to do don't you can't be in no strip club with me and you talking about you finna diversify my po- my portfolio <laughs> and you've been here seven years doing this. Come on, no, no, no honey. <laughs> you are a dancer, <laughs> and yeah. that's what you do. <laughs> that's fine. But just know, just know your 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 worth. Know who you are. Whatever you do to make you feel better, that's all we're talking about. That's all that makes sense. Do what you need to do because men are going to see you how they're going to see you. Right. Period. Per- period. Dot com. <laughs> That's it. And you just have to love the skin you're in. I had a little girl. I'm gonna tell y'all this. We. I had a little girl, like that. I used to work with, and she was. I mean, she was a grown woman, but she was. She behaved like a little girl, and she was much younger than me. And you know, she walked around there. If I would try to tell her that the big bosses were you know, laughing behind her back at the way she dressed and, you know, that wasn't part of whatever our dress policy was. And come on, girl, you know, we both black. Let's do this thing. You know, I'm going to tell you what they talking about 
you know, behind your back. And she would go to the big bosses and the white women would say, oh, no, she's just jealous of you because she's fat and she doesn't have your kind of style. And then they would talk about her again behind her back. So she was walking around thinking that I was jealous of her. Okay, like I said, I've been a bunch of sizes. I've been a bunch of things and I've been there, done that. I'm older than you, girl. I need you to listen. <sighs> her biggest thing in life, every time it was time to get paid, was to go get bundles for her hair. Listen, girl, listen, listen, Linda, listen. You spending, it don't take all of that. You spending, you spending, you spending two to five hundred dollars for her dudes, which if you got it, cool. But and if, if you, you want it, cool. Listen, 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 cool. But then you living and with your mama and you catching the bus. <laughs> well, she drove a BMW, but she still lived with her mom and daddy, that's, which the BMW her mom and daddy bought. That's that's an exception to the <sighs> rule. But that's but but most of them, you out here jumping in cars with guys, and you doing these hairstyles so you can make money through your weekend doing some crazy shit. If you think a girl, if a guy is gonna respect you by the way you dressing, and you dressing like you coming off like this. And they just using you, girl. Bye. You, 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 you don't, you don't get the concept. Sure, you don't, you don't get the concept. I mean, but that's, hey, that, if that's what you want to do, like I say, if you want to be a hooker, you want to be a prostitute, do, do you? Be the best one you can be. <laughs> but don't expect somebody to take you seriously to to want to do something with you or build something with you, because. Hey, if you present it like that, that's what what must you you coming off like like what is it what does it say the saying go if it walks like a duck quacks like a duck talks like a duck it gotta be a what duck yeah anyway so, y'all we gotta get on up out of here this listen y'all y'all need to uh check us out on Instagram Facebook Twitter you need to check us out on our webpage insane rhetoric with a k dot com and um. Listen, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts. We Anchor are on FM. Anchor FM, iHeart, iHeart Radio. But listen, 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 y'all. We are now, now, now. We are on Amazon Music. Music. So you, you can know. find us on Amazon Music. We getting on a lot of more platforms. We actually are on more platforms than we name. Yes. Those are just to name a few, and those seem to be the ones that you listen to us most often on. But whatever podcast host you listen to or stream from, you know, we encourage you to um, look for us, search for us. And if we're not there, go to our webpage, let us know, and we'll see what we can do to, to make sure we get on there. Absolutely. So, as always, Remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us today here on Insane Rhetoric. And we look forward to seeing you again on Rewind Wednesday. And remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric.